my life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. I take what I want in return. Everyone will see. The world needs you. You know what you need to do. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. Just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah. What is up, Nerds Nation? Welcome to the Effin Nerds Podcast with the most dynamic duo in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Nizio, and standing across from me is my dude, Mark Moreno. What's up, bro? How we doing? Good. Back, back at it. It's been, uh, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. Technically, we're still on vacation. But, Technically, we're still on vacation, but, you know, yeah, we're, but we have uh, a nice, big budget scale superhero movie drop drop so we were like we had to we have it. we have to talk about we it. had to come back mm-hmm. so today we are reviewing wonder woman 1984 but before we get started if you're listening on spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere else please check back each because we try to upload new content for you guys to listen to Did that sound all right or was that like i, feel like uh, that, I think it's fine I think it's that's the like, fact that we're so used to hearing it's just YouTube. weird right yeah here yeah so yeah we're only to... doing we're only doing audio today mm-hmm. strictly audio today so we strictly do 80s joel music sir so rewind to the 1980s as wonder woman's next big screen adventure finds her facing off against all new foes max lord and the cheetah all right martin we wait so, a... <laughs> it's called sex panther by odion it's illegal in nine countries so you've been waiting a long time for Wonder Woman to come out. It's been oh, de- yeah. it's been delayed, I think, at least twice mm-hmm. from like its original release date, and then the coronavirus just kept pushing it back. Finally came out Christmas Day on HBO Max and mm-hmm. in theaters. And we watched it. We watched it, yes. <laughs> and uh, let's jump into it. So uh, give me some of your positives for Wonder Woman 1984. Some of my positives, I thought that opening scene with, Di- with young Diana in the Amazonian Olympic Games, yes. I guess, awesome. was incredible. Awesome. 
absolutely incredible. I was so hooked. Um, just a lot of fun fact. Right, I guess we're going to go into semi-spoilers, but right as that scene is wrapping up and young Diane is about to throw the spear through the hoop to win it, right as it's building, it's building, it's building, Kylo, our fucking dog, jumps on the couch, steps on the remote, and changes it. And then we all just went like crazy. Uh. <laughs> and that, my friends, is why movie theaters are better because that shit doesn't happen in theaters. Even though I love Kylo, he, you know, yeah, I was like, I was furious. I was like so sucked into it. And then boom, those, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I thought Gal Gadot is just, I mean, the woman is like sh- smoke show the century. Oh yeah. Smoke show the century. Yeah. Just, you want to talk about smoke show the week? No, no, no. Absolute smoke knockout. Show the century. Uh, I thought she was great. Once again, um, for someone who's not the greatest actor, I thought she pulled a really good performance. I think that's credit to Patty Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I thought Chris Pine was great. Not how he came back, <laughs> but I thought he was great. I thought, um, Kristen Wiig, I know a lot of people had doubts about her, um, going into the movie mm-hmm. cause she's more of like a comedic actor. Right. But I thought she was great as well. Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord also incredible. And uh, yeah, overall, I thought the performances was great. I thought it was a lot of fun moments, but the story yeah, I know. and the writing. I know. Woof. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely echo it. I think this is probably the best Gal Gadot has been as Wonder Woman, I think, in terms yeah. of like. I guess maybe like four appearances total? Yeah, I assume maybe five at this point. BVS, her own, Justice League. And what's the other? Oh one? yeah, and then this. Yeah, and then she'll pop back up again in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League, yes, which is now canon. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but I think that this is probably her best because there's certain moments where she has to really like give an emotional like moment. Mm-hmm. And I think she does really good with it because there's you know in I remember the the first time she popped up in BVS and the line delivery was like a little That's, bit. Yeah, that was like the because uh, I remember when she popped up during the museum scene and she's like the the, the whole thing with the with Bruce Wayne, which I thought was which yeah awesome. the sore of Alexander. What did she say like um. Thing about little boys, like they have no inclination to share or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but regardless, like I thought her moments in BBS, like the few moments that she was in, was really good. But mm-hmm. yeah, when she comes in as Wonder Woman, like the, the, the was line, like, oh, she was God. like this thing, this creature. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, but that was like the only moment. But when you think about it, it's like one out of maybe like the twenty-five lines that she had in the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but since then, she, I, I do think she's progressively gotten better as an mm-hmm. actor, both as Wonder Woman and um. Like when we first saw her in Fast and Furious, bro, she's come a long way. Oh, she's come a long she's come way. A long she's come way. a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then I would also echo just like the rest of the performances. Pedro Pascal, like he's going for it in this movie, and mm-hmm. I just love like I like I love, like the more I think about his performance, the more I love it. I, well, think I just he, love I, him too. I, I do too, but I think he's the MVP of the movie. Have you seen uh, We Can Be Heroes? No, I haven't yet. Bro, I watched it last night. Was it good? It was a blast. <laughs> it's not like it's not good. Yeah, but when you think of like the Robert Rodriguez. Um, like Spy Kids film, Shark Boy Lava, like you, you can tell that kids are going nuts for it. Yes, you know. But I was watching that, and I was just, like, I was, I had so much fun with it. But see, but that's what I love though, is because like Robert Rodriguez, like he knows that it's for kids. Yeah. He's gonna just make it as fun and as colorful as he can for kids. It was just like, uh, but there were so many people that popped up that I didn't know. Like I didn't know that Boyd Holbrook was in it. I didn't know that Christian Slater Christian was Slayer's in it. it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like uh, these people just kept popping up. Like, <laughs> like uh, and I was like, shit. oh my god, like all these fucking cameos. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's a little side note. But yeah, yeah. that was a fun movie. Check it out. For awesome. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but. I I, but seriously, like I keep you know rewatching certain scenes and like he's he's over the top. But I just I love I just, I love I love everything about his performance. Mm-hmm. And same thing goes for Kristen Wiig. Same thing. A lot of people were a little nervous about it. And you know if you had seen Mother, you know that she can. Act that was outside. me. Yeah, that yeah. was um that was where I kind of because I think Skeleton Twins has some kind of dramatic moments. Um, where Skeleton. Yeah, Skeleton yeah, Twins, yeah, Skeleton right? Twins with her and uh, Bill Hader. I was thinking of Kate Hudson's Skeleton Key. No, no, not, um, not the Skeleton Key. <laughs> 
Underrated gem though. I actually really do like that movie. And it's, I think, it's okay. And I think it's the right. ending was 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 pretty good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's like some few moments in Skeleton Twins where like she kind of hits that sort of like dramatic um, notes. But uh, but yeah, for me it was Mother. Like her small performance in that was just like troubling. Yeah. It was menacing, and I'm like, oh. And I'm like, once once I saw that, I'm like, yeah, she can she can do a job. Yeah, and like, and there's there's a scene in this when she's basically taking revenge on that guy that kind of like assaulted her in the beginning of the movie, mm -hmm. where she's like menacing as fuck. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm like, I totally buy into her being, you know, this character. Yeah, another thing too, like that moment, like the um, like the action, I thought was really good in the film. Okay, all of the action that was good. You see, now that's one of my negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a little I'm a little lukewarm on the action, but uh, and I will also shout out Hans Zimmer's score. Hans oh. Zimmer's score was great, great, mm -hmm. fantastic, especially like that opening scene in the mascara. When like that music just like kind of intros you in, it's mm -hmm. so damn good. And it's really too because um I watched right before that apparently they released the three minutes of it. Yes. And so like my brother put it on when I got home. So I got home for Christmas Eve. My brother put it on just to watch it, and that's when I first got the like. It is different, obviously. It's a little different when the movie actually. Yeah, starts. there's like yeah. a little bit more of like sort of like landscape footage mm -hmm. before we actually get to that like sort of wire shot of um of the of, like, the, the, the arena, yeah, the, the arena, stadium, yeah. Whatever. But uh, but yeah, as it's blaring, as and it's like and it's building up, it's building up, it's building up, and I'm like, holy shit, like yeah, dude. Score, yeah. And that's and that and that was kind of like the the big thing too is like I love as much as I love that opening scene when we talk about the story, like I'm thinking that it doesn't really need to be like I understand why it's there and what mm -hmm. purpose it serves, but in terms of maybe helping better serve the story that they were trying to tell, they probably could have done something different. Uh, but before we get into our negatives, the last thing that I will talk about is um. I really don't have a problem with Patty Jenkins' direction in this. Like the story, the story and the, and the writing is an issue, but I still think that she handles these movies very well. And if you yeah. think about it, this is only her second big budget film. You know, right after the first Wonder Woman movie, mm -hmm. and I and I think that she still handles herself. This movie is still made with confidence. Like not anywhere in this movie, and I'm a, am I like you know, oh the editing is bad, I mean, pacing is an issue, but you know. In terms of like the editing structure and like how it's cut, it's not like it's like Suicide Squad where you can tell this is choppy as fuck. Like, no, like I thought this it was a well-made film. It's a, it's definitely a well-made film, but that's kind of where I'll, I'll leave it at that. And then yeah. we can, now we can jump into our negative. But I here. will say too that the opening, I mean, it is grand, but the only message of that was the whole notion of like, you know, nothing good is born from lies. Yes, you know. And I was like, okay, like, like yeah, but it's, it's like yeah. that subtle message that they build this entire grand sequence yes, around yes. to like deliver. And I've seen a lot of people saying that it doesn't need to be in there. And while I do agree with it, I still think it's just awesome to see more of the mascara and to see like it's just cool. I, I love being right. there. I love I love seeing just how everything works and the fact that we got like the Olympic Games of the mascara was awesome. Yeah, because I mean we. That's literally the only Themyscira that we got in the entire movie. Yes. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought so it was like, awesome. So, like, yeah, too. I understand why people may think that it doesn't fit, but I was all for it. I'm like, why not? I was too, and I love, I love seeing Kyan Nielsen again. I love seeing Robin Wright again. Mm -hmm. The so. uh, All the the one, that, what's her name? Dutson, I believe is her name. She's like a model. But uh, she was she was like in the other one. She's the one that got killed by Steppenwolf. And, yes, yes. Well, we don't know how it how how it plays out in we'll, Zach's, we'll in Zach's see, movie. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, seeing all of Themyscira is just like fucking kick ass. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I do get it, like it got me a little emotional just watching like this grand agree. scene of like just like these badass women just like doing all this crazy shit. And I'm like, like you really get like emotionally attached and invested. And you get like immersed, like you really just like right. That's what I'm saying. I was in. so immersed <laughs> to it, and then fucking Carlos of the Ramon, and we all just like lost dude, our dude, shit. I, so so like as yeah. as you as you had that issue. Uh, like I was like literally halfway through the movie, mm -hmm. and then like this was on Christmas Day, and then like you know I'm obviously I'm home at my parents' house for for the holiday, so you know as as I'm like halfway through, my mom's like Nick, uh, you know basically just pulling me away from. Wait, the so movie. you were watching it? Was it just you and Joey? It was just me. 
Oh, just you. It was just me. Yeah, yeah. Because Joey was doing his thing. Like, like we want, like we want me and him watch Soul together. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing shit with his Christmas gifts. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna watch it. <laughs> you know. And then he also heard it was bad, so he's like, eh, maybe I'll wait. Yeah. So, so yeah. But I, but that's the same thing. I also got pulled away from it too. So halfway through the movie, I'm getting yanked away from it. So that also kind of took me out of it a little bit. But well, yeah. To my mom also, like I said many times, English is not her first language. So there were certain times when she just didn't know what was going on. So I had yes. to pause it and explain uh, it to her. Okay. And I, and I and I know my mom like so. I'm looking at her reacting to me and she's just lost and I'm like you don't get it dude she's like no so I'm like all right so I'm like so then like we had to we had like two or three of those moments we had to like just stop and literally like get her yes. like on board like more, more on board yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. all right uh so now let's let's jump into our negatives and as you as you guys could tell you probably kind of know where we're headed towards it's the writing it's the, the writing. writing 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 it's not good no and the uh, story the writing and the story is not yes. good and I know that it was here, here's the thing, and I know this, I because I remember, um, cause I remember when we were talking a lot about like the the Ray Fisher stuff and everything. Going into this for the longest time, Patty wasn't credited as a writer. I don't think. So when I saw her name pop up, I was shocked. Yeah, I don't. See, I, I mean, I'm be honest. I don't really remember mm-hmm. like when when that when it was initially announced that she was writing the screenplay it might have been but i'm not i'm not sure yeah because i remember like looking into with the whole thing with the jeff john situation the whole ray fisher thing and i remember seeing that he was writing that he wrote 1984 with someone else but i don't remember seeing her name i could be wrong yeah it could just be in my mind just like yeah because whatever I, but yeah because um, i remember i remember when the i think when the press report came out it said that it came from a story from from her and jeff johns i mm-hmm. think but but with the screenplay yeah i'm not i'm not 100 positive right and um and this is something that we've talked about a gazillion times, and we'll get a little bit more into it. But this script, I think, could have worked in like a comic book like storyline. Yeah. I think this script could have worked in like an animated film. Right. I think it could have worked maybe on like um, on like the Arrowverse or something like that. But when you talk of like a large scale superhero, big budget project, mm-hmm. to me, it just this story like of of how certain things happen, some of the writing just didn't work. I didn't mind the campiness. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. Like the, the opening mall scene is, is super campy. Um, all like the nods to the camera and everything. Like, I didn't yeah, mind yeah, it. Like yeah. I, well, I, I was totally fine with there's, that. There's a couple like the, on when they're on the, uh, it's the big road action sequence and it first kicks in with her running. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's straight up green screen behind her, but I think that that's intentional. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think a lot of this stuff is very so intentional. Trying to because, like replicate that like Superman vibe. Yeah, because, yeah. because Patty, Patty went on the, the Happy Set Confused podcast and talked about, you know, her influences making it and it was 100% Richard Donner Superman and she said that she, they, they came into this movie wanting to make it as if it as if it came out in 1984, like right. that that was their goal, and uh, and you could tell you could tell that's what they were going for. But now, the thing is, is like that, that notion though, like that's work. also we get in the first one too, though. We do get some of that and, in like the first in the one. third and like the third, which I have a lot of issues with, like the third act in, in the first one, Woman, mm-hmm. like some of that like CG of her like moving fast with like a clear green screen, right? So I mean, I didn't notice that. That to me is something that doesn't really stand out in regards to like uh, being aimed towards a. a like try to embody the spirit of like an 80s movie right because we got in the first one right, right. so that to me was just almost like not great cg which i was kind of pre- prepping pre- like preparing for yeah going into this because of the first one yeah and because of the trailers well, I was so, and i think you expected like cheetah to look like really bad yeah surprisingly i thought the cg was actually a lot better cheetah was not it was she was a lot better than i expected her to me be. too like, yeah. i thought it was gonna be horrendous and then i saw her and i was like that's not bad it was no. it kind of it, like there were there were certain shots where it really looked like because i'm sure uh kristen wig did like mocap for mm-hmm. it 
and it looked like she was actually just in makeup. Like there were a couple times they did close-up when shots, they did and close -ups, I'm like, right. and I'm like, I wonder if that's actually her, like just in really good makeup. I think that's like when it was like moving really fast, like it was a CG, but like we got like some, we got that one shot in the trailer where it looked a little rough. Mm -hmm. I I thought that was gonna be like the finished product because of how bad the CG was in the first one. Right. So then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. So I like I said, I prepped myself going into this for expecting some bad CG. Now I don't know. If it was polished, or I don't know if they took time since it got delayed to like touch it up. Right. If they did, great. Right. Like, good for them. Yeah. Um, and if it was just like an unfinished product in the trailer, then, you know, regardless of, of what it was, um, I thought it, it came out to be a lot better. Yeah, I than, would agree. Than what I thought it would be. I definitely would agree too. But, but yeah, so the, uh, you know, and then and then while just staying on, on some of the CG, the, uh, during the action sequences, and this might be where I had some issues, is the, uh, is like the physics of it. Like it just seemed weird. Like like there were times where Gal Gadot's running, or she like when she swings in to kind of save those kids. Mm -hmm. Like it seemed like she was like floating. And I don't know if that. I mean, I'm assuming that's intentional because like I said, they were going for that campiness. But like it just felt weird and it looked off. You know what I mean? Okay, that's that's where I I mentioned because you talked about when um when Barbara's taking her revenge on that one dude. Yes. That part, the physics look legit. Yeah. The no, way I, she's throwing him. Yes. The way he she's like kicking him and the way he's like falling like you and feel rolling. That impact. Right. You yeah. can tell like okay, I can definitely tell this dude's flying like ten yards from that hit. Right. Um. So that's what kind of spawned me to say that I like the action sequence. But um, but yeah, I'm with you. There are some moments where um, where yeah, it's almost like. Well, you can just tell that it's it's like almost poorly composited. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there are those moments too. I agree. You know, and like and like that, that's that's the thing because with the first Wonder Woman, you know, and, and you think of the the No Man's Land scene, it's like I know Patty knows how to do action. Mm -hmm. You know, I I know that she knows what looks good and what doesn't. So that's why I'm thinking it's either intentional, or there's some shit that went on behind the scenes that we just don't know about. I don't know because when you think of like the the battle sequence. This, the first stand of scare battle sequence, the CG is not great. It's not, but it's but but the way it's the way it's uh, not composed in terms of the composition, but just composed in terms of like the choreography. Mm -hmm. It's all really good. It's really good, yeah. But um, but see, but then again, when they're on that planet and um, and we get like this wide shot of like her and Steve, and she's like doing all their stuff, like it's very rubbery. Yeah. And like again, the physics is a little off. And then again, in the third one, when she's like gliding, when she kind of like gets this like um oh when she kind of like like, uh, like has, has like has like that rage yeah and yeah. she's like gliding she's like moving and wishing want back and forth like that also doesn't look right yeah so i think it's just i i don't it, know it, it could just be a patty thing maybe i think it yeah, yeah. i think that's what it is yeah. i honestly think it's just her not being because we said it many times her niche was like the indie market right so i think um while i thought it was better here i think she's still growing as a sort of like like action, more of an action oriented yeah, director, yeah, or like yeah. a like a big budget sort of um because like Zach knows his shit when it comes to like visuals. I mean that's that, that, that's his that's thing. his thing, yeah. right? So you expect that those movies to be um to look the way they do and 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 look right in a sense when it comes from like a, a physics aspect. Right. Well, the other thing that I wanted to ask you, and we'll we'll get into like the actual like story in a second, but do you think because obviously Zach had more of a hands on approach with the first Wonder Woman? Mm -hmm. And here, obviously, he's he's listed as a producer, but he's not. You knew it because, like, when Wonder Woman eighty four was made, that was when WB was still was in like in like a flux. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you think about it, this, got behind the cameras in like twenty eighteen, so they right. were still trying to because figure it was successful, out. So they're like, you know, we're going to keep this going. Exactly, we're right. keep it going. So like this, so this was really like in that time where Zach had just gotten fired, and like the studio was trying to really flip it to being more. Like Marvel. Like Marvel, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, like, that to me is this, – this feels like a little bit of a product of that. And, like, I also feel like that Zach, you know, kind of maybe worked with Patty a little bit on the action sequences in the first movie where he was, I think, largely missing here when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I know you like the action more in this one, mm -hmm. but, like, to me it just felt like it was – it needed a little bit more flash. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe, but like my thing is, is that a lot of the action, while I do agree that there was issues with it, it was very reminiscent to the action from the first one. Okay. Like I had some, some like the same issues that I had with this one in terms of action and CG and stuff I had with the first one. So okay. I kind of want to say that it's maybe just, um, I just tend to believe that it's just Patty still growing and still right. learning these sort of big budget projects and, mm -hmm. and how it works. But, uh, but yeah, but aside from that, um, Maybe just into the next one. Maybe get yourself a good like action assistant director. Yeah. Like when like the gallery that the Mando. Um, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Like fucking Sam Hargreaves was on set was for like on like the almost all. Yeah, of them. for like episode three yeah. for like the so when you get yourself someone like someone like that who's very familiar with action to come in and kind of help with that situation, maybe that'll you know yeah. maybe keep that in mind for for the future for right the future for sure. project. Mm -hmm. All right, bro. The wishes. Oh my god. The wishing stone. Now, now before before you completely tear it apart, because I know this is probably your worst aspect that you didn't like about the movie. The thing that I liked about it is I like that they tied it back to the gods. Mm -hmm. Like I like that aspect. But my issue with it is that it was just one line of dialogue and that was it. So this is where I was like, and like some, and again, it's it's like the. Uh just like the like we've seen this so many times like the one guy who's like a cuckoo and like knows everything and right it's like you know like conspiracy that was theories. stupid though man because i'm like who am like who is this that's guy some like, random dude off the like, street just knows a, all like, this information that to me i just gotta like again and we could be wrong but i just credit so much of this shit to jeff johns and i don't have anything against jeff johns um well maybe i do have some issues with <laughs> but i'm just i'm just talking about like when you're talking about a, a writer who's not experienced in the film world right you make up these generic bullshit like situations yes like we've seen that type of person that type of character in in the film so many times you know like the like the weird outcast twitchy whatever who just knows everything right and then when he came in i'm like are you f i'm like really yeah, he's got some old books somewhere yeah, that has all that the information knows everything yep, and yep, like yep. i'm just like oh this is so so stupid, but yeah. Go back to your wishes. I know you. You're you're more you're more um pro wish than well, I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like that's that's the thing. Like so, that's why I'm like, well, maybe if the opening scene had, you know, the introduction to this god and you see him do something to this, like, like the first one does, because like, they like, introduce um yes. Ares in the first right, one, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So almost if you had some sort of lead in to say, all right, almost explain to your audience like this is this god, this is what he's doing, and this is why the stone does what it does. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people got confused with what the stone was doing, and it gets like you get little pieces of information as the story plays out, but it's not enough, right? To the and point where it's like it's stupid. So it's like you should have established your rules in the beginning of this movie and gave it like a heart, like seeing, seeing like the gods in action is awesome. Mm -hmm. And Patty did such a, like, I love how she did it in the first movie. And like, that would have been something cool here. Maybe, or maybe you get like more of like a physical scene, like not so much like, cause they'd like almost like an animated kind of thing. Yeah. Which is kind of like standard. Yeah. Like, kind of standard does kind that. Of thing. Uh, yeah. But like, maybe if you did that here and you established, you know, you, you kind of set it, set the ground rules earlier. I think it might've worked better. Right. Maybe if we spent, yeah, again, like, uh, spend a little time with the mascara. Um, I do really love that action sequence in the beginning. But if they maybe like replace it with some like value thing with yes. like introducing this guy and really, but like my thing is like you have to sell it like I you know. really have to, get, you really have to sell the notion of this like um because we we have Loki yes Loki the god of mischief right. who is going around like starting shit you know whispering shit into people's ears like we've we've that's already kind of been established so really sell this notion of this like evil conniving deceiving god who like you know, um. Who, who's really going to influence you to, you know, like... Right, like, to do like, your thing. Right, because, like, okay, here's the thing. Like, when you think about... When you think about movies that involve wishes, there's a fine line between, like, happy family films... Right. ...and, like, horror films. Right. And there's no real, there's like, really no in-between. In yep, and, yep, and it's yep. for a reason, because this whole notion <laughs> of, like... 
of wishes is like it's very it's just like cheesy it's like lame it's like old and so either you're gonna like push it and wish for like super fucked up shit right to happen and you get those horror films right. or like we're gonna wish for like a better life right. and like every, everyone's happy and you get these like and then, like, we, and then we learn a lesson and in we learn a lesson everyone's like a happy family so like, i think there's a reason for that because it's very hard to like to like find like the middle ground with it but yeah like when when that was when it was revealed that that's how Steve came back, yes. I was so upset. I know you. I'm like, are you f- like really? No, but here's like, here's wishes? the thing about that is like, if you're gonna wish him back, cool. Have him actually come back. Don't put him in some other random dude's well, it's body. Like his spirit. That's again, like his spirit again, is it's in. like it's like it's re- and that's <laughs> that's one of the things that we had to like explain to my mom because my mom was so confused. Yeah, yeah. She's like, wait, how? Because she was looking at himself in the mirror and it was like different, and she was like, I don't get. it. I'm like, mom, his fucking spirit is in his body, so he's seeing himself. As the dude, because right. it's not him, but right. like Diane sees him as Steve, and she was just looking at me. And she was, I was like, "You don't get it, dude." She's like, "No." I was like, "All right," <laughs> but but yeah, that's like that was just my thing. It's like if you are going to go that route, like like, like I said, really sell like sell this whole notion of this like God who who is like really evil and conniving. Like maybe show some things where like he he um, kind of tricked people into their deaths, right. you know, like as a God. You I almost know, thought he should have been like trapped in the stone. Right, because what, what it's like his like influence, right? His, or in, his like his in, like he, I think he I like think, hexed it or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like he should have been in it, and then at the very end, like he's, as much as I love you know Kristen Wiig in this performance, like maybe you shouldn't have had Cheetah, and you should have just had like eventually this God breaks out in the end, and then she fights the God. I know it's I know it's a, like Wonder Woman one, but I think it might have made more sense. It would have put more emphasis on the stone. You know what I mean? Right, and and like because um, when you think of Lord of the Rings. And right. how the ring is like almost a curse, and yes. like when Frodo holds it, it's like whispering shit into his ear. Right. Of how like you know, and then at the end when he's on 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 Mount Doom and he's about is it Mount Doom? Yeah, it is Mount Doom, right? Yeah. And he's about to like throw it away, and like and it happens twice because it's like such like an evil kind of curse, like 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 show me more, go more into that, like mm-hmm. this pro- this thing that's like really really cursed and it's like whispering people shit into people's ears, but like push it, right. like really sell it as like. And eat like maybe have some like guinea pigs beforehand, of like maybe have like when when the thing was found, right? Um, when the thing was found by whoever like whoever the archaeologists were that found it in whatever place, like they find it and made the one dude like, like kind of like like so like Lord of the right, Rings, right? Exactly. When fucking um Schmeagol like, and Isergus finds like, it and he like kills his friend. Yeah, it's like it's okay. You could steal from Lord of the Rings. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Like yeah. go ahead and do it. Like right. why not? We're brought, we're probably gonna be like, hey, it's Lord of the Rings. Right. But it works a lot better. Yes. Yes. So like really sell this notion of of like this rock like really like um like not like influencing people in like not a good way like right. in a bad way, but. It, like the, just a second it happened with this with, first of all fuck jake <laughs> like i don't know who this dude is <laughs> but it, they really push him to be this jerk with like with his pop collar just so they can have just for the payoff of like oh she didn't he didn't like her but now he likes, now he her. likes her yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's like this it's, like it's cheap cliche like as hell, bullshit man. cliche yep. when a guy comes out and he's like oh i wish for a coffee and it's like oh like oh, oh no I got it's like it, it's campy and it's like fine but that's like that established the groundwork for like oh it's wishes right and i'm like oh no yeah like, really yep, yep. And, I, and i was like from then on it's just kind of like everything just just didn't work and then at the end it creates more quite first of all i don't believe in everyone renouncing their wish like i get the message you're trying to send right but i just didn't buy it well like one I, al- bit. I also like that's the thing like with with wonder woman's lasso being on maxwell lord at the end like i wonder if she's like she's like all right so right she's like speaking through him she's speaking through him to Mm -hmm. everybody so are they all influenced by her now because he still has like the stone in him 
Mm-hmm. So are, so is by her saying that is she kind of now because when they show the TV it's just glowing. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe it's glowing, and I don't know if maybe people are hearing her voice. That's what I. That's Excuse what I. Assume, that's what I assumed. But. But yeah, and everyone has to wish. I was like, okay, I don't, I really don't buy I that. No, yeah, because yeah. um, not everyone's gonna renounce their wish. <laughs> no, not everyone's gonna renounce their wish. And then, um, and then it just creates a question. So then, technically, everything that we saw in the movie didn't happen. Yes. Because if he essentially up to, up to the point where she holds the rock, when Diana holds the rock, and she wishes for Steve to come back. Up to that point, essentially nothing happens. Right. Because everything gets reverted back to ba- normal. Basically. So I'm like, which, which I, which I guess was. So there. it was one giant dream. That, that's that's what I mean. Like I'm guessing that was there their workaround for being like okay even though we're getting away from the Zack Snyder verse this still takes place before BVS and Justice League so how can we do our own thing but almost have like a fail safe at the end to be like oh no 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 don't worry it's still in continuity even though it's really not see that's where I think if, if that is a train of thought then that's a mistake it is a mistake because if you're you're already setting in 1984 so that's already your your get our jail free card right Bruce at this point is what, like a fucking teenager which is that a missed opportunity that we don't see little Bruce Wayne wishing his parents to come back Nah, I don't think so. Because we're playing because because like the the music that comes at the end, which was a shock to me. Yeah, beautiful. It was a beautiful lie, which was I was like, holy, I was like, this is playing. I right want to talk about the other score too, Adagio oh, yeah, and D yeah. minor. Uh-huh. Um, but I was like, but I was like, you know, it, it feels like there's some sort of because like why would they play that if there's going to be no connection? Like I'm that's I'm just like in my head, like I like it's just in my head. I have to have everything connect. So like the fact that they I mean, played it, I'm like, where? I'm like, why? Why is this back in here? She talks about how like nothing good is born from lie. So maybe yes. a beautiful lie. A beautiful I don't, lie. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking know. Simmer's <laughs> probably like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, probably, yeah, let's yeah. Just, let's just put something in here. But um, but I don't think so because when you think um, I love Joker. The movie came out last year with Joaquin Phoenix. I think that movie was my favorite films of the year. Same. But um, as a, that's another movie that I recently just watched, yeah. like uh, like two three days ago when I was home, and I I wasn't a fan of um of all the of like the Bruce Wayne stuff right, being tacked in at the of, end. Yeah, of like yeah. I was a fan of everything up to that point because then in a way you make it about Batman, right? You know, and um and I think it would have been it would have worked just as well. Bro, if, it's always about Batman. Uh, yeah, it's I guess. <laughs> but I, I think it would have worked just as well as if, like you know when they go into the alley and we see the one person following them and then cut it off right there. Like, yeah, I don't man, need that, to see a death. That one shot with the shadow, I'm like. Cut it there. Yeah, cut it. I don't cut need to see that. I don't the need to pearls. see like the pearls. The pearls. Like just so like it, it just it feels so weird the yeah. way the guy just goes and just pulls. Like you're making it about Batman when it's a clear Joker story. And again, if we did have Bruce Wayne, I feel like a lot of talk would have been around that. Right. And um, uh, maybe could have worked. Who knows? But uh, probably not because I just don't think the story and script in general just worked. Well, yes. Um. So. I don't think it's a missed opportunity. If, yeah. if, if it had it been executed, if it did happen and executed well, then maybe. maybe but at the same yeah. time, I just don't think that. Right. I think the film was well made and well directed, but I just like again the story just really brings it down. I know it, it really does. It, it really does bring it down. And mm-hmm. and I also like, like there's there's just a lot that it, it's it's almost like they uh, they were a few drafts away. It's like they they I feel like they, like I almost wonder if they rushed it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have to go into production because we have to meet this release date because Wonder Woman's so huge right now, and you know that's our thing. So we have to, you know, like we're we're in trouble. Like DC's in trouble, so we need to, you know, Wonder Woman's our only good character right now. So we have to keep this going. So I wonder if they rushed it into production, didn't finish the script in time, and was like, all right, you know, here you go. Who's the writer of the first one? Let's check that out. Uh, I feel like I looked it up, and it was it was one guy too. Right, like, because I mean, like I think the story, like the story was by Zach, uh, maybe Patty, and then the writer. And then the screenplay itself was written by just one dude. Oh wow, it's a sixty-one around tomatoes. Oh yeah, bro. Keeps, Holy shit, keeps dropping. Um, no, I don't want the. F- I want the first one. Holy shit, I didn't know it was that low. Um, yeah, man, it, it's been getting it's been getting pounded since Christmas. You know, and like, 
Like, that's my thing, man. Like, the movie's not that bad. Like, I keep seeing people saying, this is the worst movie. It's not that bad. It's really not. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, the story, like, it's, it can be boring. The pacing is, is, that first hour is a little rough. But, like, there's redeeming qualities about it. Like, you want to talk about bad movies? Like, you haven't seen a bad movie, then, if you're, if you're saying Wonder Woman's the worst movie you've ever seen. You know? Alan Heinberg. Yeah. Um, doesn't have the greatest resume, but he oh, but he has a lot of female characters. Yes, and he did a and he, and he did a solid Gilmore job. Girl, Sex and the City. Yeah, he did a solid job. The first two thirds of the first Wonder Woman movie are great. Yeah, it's not it's not that I don't like the um. I think that the the writing throughout is fine. I just think like the the CG and the way that um like that last action sequence I think goes on too long. Well, no, did, you, get, did you see what Patty Patty said? She came out and was like, WB like wanted that ending for the first Wonder Woman movie. Like they mm-hmm. kind of forced that whole. Like the generic, last, yeah. Like, like, yeah. like she said that the. I mean, I don't, I don't know. She said she wanted the third act to be more quiet. I mm-hmm. guess, which is why, like in this movie, even though she fights Cheetah, the ending is kind of more quiet. Like when right. she's dealing with Maxwell Lord and stuff. So she's like, this is more of what I want to do in the first movie. So X Men route, more yeah, exactly. Like that's, not, like that's the great thing about X Men movies. When you think about majority of the X Men films, uh, there's not like a big fight sequence at the end. No, I mean most most of the, like the the action in the X Men movies come in like the the second half. Yeah, you know, like, you well, like, like the like early the second half. First yeah. one is just like the Liberty Island yep. incident. Second one on Alkali Lake. Third one I mean, that doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, but these are a few years past, like the way we're going back and forth between you know the, the storylines and everything. But right. But um. But yeah, it's it's not like that's just always just my thing. I just saw like the the CG and some of like and then fucking Ares, which is not like a like a menacing villain. He could have um, been though. He could have been. He I think you could have done that. Like the fact that you're making like he made his armor out of all these like crushed weird metal. Like yeah, why are you doing this? I know it's just, like it's like he's the god, god of fucking he's the, he's the god yeah, of war. Put your armor on. Yeah, and like wreak havoc. That's like a whole nother situation. But yeah, see when you it ha- like I have to credit you know I have to. It's just the writing. It's what it is. And I want to believe that it's mostly Jeff Johns' writing because of of um of just when you think of when you think of just like the, the differences in the first two films. Yeah. And when when you think of like again, like we said like some of the generic cliche shit that just seems very that seems to come from like an inexperienced writer. Yeah, I, I think we just need to get Jeff Johns just away from movies I think, in general, I man. I think so. Dude. I, I like like I don't want to pile on the guy because I know like with all the Ray Fisher stuff, like you know, and this guy and he could be like I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Ray Fisher thing because I don't know if you saw Ray Fisher came out and started talking shit about Walter Hamada now, but that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. But like 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 the thing with Jeff Johns, like he could be a scumbag. I have no idea, but like obviously his 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 strength is in comics. I think you should stick to comics. I don't think he should just be in movies anymore. Or animated, or animated because yeah. like you've seen time and time again, and whenever he's involved with movies, there's just something that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. Something's not right, and his name is on it. So it's like I I think he's just you know where there's smoke, there's fire. You just gotta get rid of him. At exactly, this point. and I've said that since day one. I know since day one, I've never been because I just didn't understand why it started was, with Green Lantern. And yeah, it's carried over. I don't. I was like, I was like, this dude is not a movie guy. Right. Like he's great in TV and animated and in comics, but that doesn't mean it's gonna work. It's gonna translate over. And every single time something came out, I wasn't looking for the reassurance, but I was just constantly getting reassured that right. like this dude is not like he's not built for this. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, get him the fuck out. Yeah. And then the more power they gave him, the more shit fell. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah. At this point, like, look, sorry, dude, go right. You, the Watchmen series that you did was great. Right. Like the one that just came out was incredible. So go back to like doing your comics and everything and, uh, and let the big boys. Play. The big, the big boys. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, and the other thing I was thinking is that I don't know if you remember, Patty did a mini series for TNT with Chris Pine. Oh yeah. The, uh, what was it called? The, um, it's like the night, not, not, yeah, not, not, not night the night something. of, it's like the no, night. Yeah. Some night off is, uh, with, uh, Riz Ahmed and, uh, Bill Camp. Fucking yeah, love Bill Camp. Well, Bill Camp's the yeah. man. Uh, but yeah, but she was doing that. So like, you know, that was in, you know, 2018. So like, mm-hmm. so I wonder how much, 
Like how much, how involved was she on the script? That's what I want to know. Like how much input did she have? And I'm, I'm not saying that, she, that, that I'm not, you know, putting this all on Jeff Johns because she, her name is still on it. Yeah. So she had some sort of input in this, but I also wonder how much of this was rushed. How much was she really involved at the scripting stage? How much of this did Jeff Johns write? So there's, there's how much just, did she actually really believe in? I know. Like, did she read this and really think like, this is a good story? Right. You know, right. Like, and if she did, then, um, then just get another writer for next right. one. Right, and the, <laughs> the, the, the other thing was that was interesting too when she was doing that uh, that podcast. Um, she also talked about how for this one, they tried to lowball her in terms of money, so she had to negotiate. She almost walked away from from the sequel, Wonder Woman. She almost did. Wasn't not do that it. like announced way beforehand though? I don't know if that was announced way beforehand, but she she talked about how she was literally going to walk away from doing the sequel. So I don't know if that was like at the very early stages, mm-hmm. or if that was like you know right before they started shooting, but. Still, there's there's friction there too. You know what I mean. Right. So it's like, yeah, you you, you kind of see it when all the things start falling into place. It's like, all right, now I can kind of see why maybe this didn't work out too too hot. Well, she's coming back for a third one. She's coming back for a third one, which so is not going to now... happen. It's not going to happen until after Rogue Squadron. So it's at least four or five years out. Right. So now let's just um yeah. So now let's kind of learn from everything, and uh, just move forward because if now if Rogue Squadron comes, I'm not worried about Rogue Squadron. I'm not. Either. I, I'm not. I I think that. Um, I just think right now Star Wars is currently in good hands, so I think they are going to find a really good collaboration and really good sort of um, working partners with whoever they bring on. And I also on. don't think she's writing. She uh, is she writing the script for the for I Rogue Squadron? I don't know, but I'm saying regardless, I just think they have. I think um, there's better management there. Yeah, I yeah. think man, I think right now Lucas, like the Star Wars department of Lucasfilm and whatever, I think um, is in somewhat good hands. Given they've got their shit together now. <laughs> yeah, essentially they kicked Kathleen Kennedy yeah, out, yeah. and they're like, yeah, you you don't go here. Like sit in the corner, let the big voice play. So I think there, no matter what, there's going to be a good kind of partnership there. And however, if Rose Garden does come out and it's not good, yeah. then it's starting. Then then it's like all right, okay, now, now maybe I'm maybe you know as much as we love Patty, then maybe it's time to start reconsidering. Maybe the big budgets projects are maybe not for her right you know right because i mean and you see it in this even though it's not good um she gets good performances out of her actors yeah so no, she's, she's a great director she's a great she's a great director when it comes to that she got released her oscar for crying yeah, out loud that absolutely. right there speaks volumes when right. you're getting when you're bringing a certain performance out of your actors that gets them either nominated recognized or you know mm-hmm. win some awards so right so yeah absolutely she's a she's a great director but um but yeah, I'm not worried about Rogue Squadron. We'll see um, when it comes out. We'll see it, and then we can make an assumption from there moving forward. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I got I got one more negative, dude. What's up? The gold armor sitting in the fucking closet. Yeah, it was Are weird. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah. Like I'm expecting like some and, and like don't get me wrong, like like she offhand starts to tell a little bit of an epic story as to uh, like the origin of this armor. But like, why is that not more at like the forefront? Because I thought the the gold armor was going to play so much more of a bigger part in this. Like I almost feel like that like. And they tease it too in the beginning. They do tease it. Yeah. And like that's and that's the thing, man. It's like I don't like I hate armchair screenwriting because I'm not a good writer. But like when I'm thinking up of things that I feel are cooler than what the movie gives me, it's like, come on, man. It's like, you know, after the opening of the movie, it's like have Diana like on some sort of like excavation looking for this armor. Or leading into it. Or so leading she's into like, it. So she's like, the only way I can maybe, you know, fight is if I get this armor. Right. And then get cut like 10, 15 minutes of the bullshit that we just got. Whoa. Oh, that's the that's the phone. You still have on. a house phone? I still have a house phone. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are at the. Um, we are at a different studio. We're at a different studio, right? We now. are borrowing a studio uh, for this little for this little episode from the uh, from the Stunats from the Stunats podcast. Um, but yes, phone's still ringing. Yeah, yeah, we have a house phone here. It's still it's still 1998 here. Still 1984. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, like cut away maybe some of like the some of like the bullshit that we got, and maybe just have like a ten or fifteen minutes where she actually has to go and get it. Right. You know, and then that I thought would have worked better, but oh yes, uh, and then one more positive that I actually have. I love how they incorporate the invisible jet in this. Regar- oh. Regardless of however you want to figure out in terms of like, does it make sense for the scene? Because like they're leaving, they're going to a certain place for a reason mm-hmm. and they stop to go check out fireworks. That's besides the point. But I love that they brought the invisible, they found a way to bring the invisible jet in here. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because everything about like the, the invisible jet itself, I loved everything, everything else about it just to me did not, did not really make know, sense. Yeah. <laughs> how they get into the Smithsonian, how they just hop on the jet and right. they fly away. Again, that to me was like out of like an animated fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then like, yeah, then they, the fact that they go from Washington to Cairo in this fucking jet. Yes. To me just, I know you're supposed to like disbelieve, you're supposed to like suspend uh, whatever, disbelieve, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, that doesn't really make any it, fucking It was sense. weird. Like they go yeah. to Cairo and then they come, and then they and come, they come all, all the way back. Yeah, but but aside from that, and then you, like the the little um, side mission for the fireworks again, I know, yeah. doesn't make so we can sense. Speaking of some 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 aggressive handholding. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but um, how it came about, I thought was really cool. Of how you know she's obviously working like, on yeah, powers the, and of, shit. Of what yeah. hits and scare she's gonna use out here. Um, and I, I get it, like that. That's fine. Diana obviously is um, extremely powerful. She's yeah. like a goddess. So, so I, I get that whole notion. But th- yeah, some of the sh- everything. And then this is where I was like uh, again with the writing. As much as I love the first take flight scene, you just know that when Steve is talking about like, oh, you gotta be one with it. You're flying. Yeah, you, you know that. Know like, it, you know you're coming, gonna get yeah. some bullshit of like when she tries to fly. She's gonna hear it, and we're gonna get like some voice or really of like him saying it and like motivating her to do it, and like I was like, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And well, that, that, that's that, exactly what fucking happened. Well, that was that was another thing. So, so we can we haven't talked about the the actual flying scene. First mm-hmm. of all, I didn't know that the Wonder Woman could fly. Like I had no idea that that was a thing. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. So oh, yeah. and then I just I looked it up. And I was like, yeah, like and there's some iterations where she actually does fly. So a I lot. Did, so a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I so I had no idea about that. So that but that was that was cool that they actually brought that into into play. But that was another one where the physics were just so weird that it threw me off. In certain moments. In certain moments. Because like yeah. if you if you think about the flight scene in Man of Steel, like regardless of whatever you think about Zack Snyder, he know I think I feel like he has a good job of getting the physics right. Like mm-hmm. the, like I feel like he's actually flying in that. Yeah. Where with this, it's like it just feels weird how she's like. It feels like a her stationary. Arms are out. It's yeah, just, it feels it's like very, stationary yeah. on like on like a on like a cable and like a green screen. Like right. you can definitely tell. No, I'm with you because I, I think that's always tough to. Um, kind of capture even for like the, the cw shows when like um when there's like when supergirl or superman are flying mm-hmm. you can tell but it's, obviously it's that's not, like it's it's a low budget tv yeah, show. yeah obviously so you can yeah. kind of give give the the excuse um but here there, there were moments where she was just like still yeah you know like, like when she uses her lasso and she's kind of like standing up and i'm just like yeah, this is weird it was, it was yeah. weird but um but there were also some moments that i thought were 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 really good yeah. and um and and you also like the music they use. I do like. The I music. thought it was out of place. Really, I thought it was real. I was like, yeah. I was taken out of it. I was like, why is? It? I was like, why is this? That playing? could have been just because I love that score. Yeah. Like, but when it came on, and um, I was just like, holy shit, they're they're using this. Yeah. Like they're they're really now. I don't. You have Hans Zimmer. Yeah. So, it's, and it's, and it's the weird, first yeah. and the first flight score from Ansel is one of the best scores. Yes. Um, that he's done, I think. So. I'm like, why couldn't he do something for I know, yeah, it's strange. It, it doesn't really now could I, could he have done something better that worked well, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I, I wanna believe so because he's fucking Hans Zimmer. Right. But I didn't mind the score. Obviously because I love that score and um and it was kind of like a sort of like uplifting magical moment. Right. So yeah, for me it worked. Okay. It was fine. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about the movie before we go into our scores? No, not really. I mean 
Just, I guess, a little disappointed. Definitely disappointed, Overall. I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say. All right, so how would you score it? 6.4. 6.4? Yeah. Okay. I'm at like a 6.2. Okay, yeah. Kind yeah. of similar ballpark. Like, it's not like, like trust me, guys. Like, like uh, there's a lot of talk out there right now. And look, I, you might watch it and be like, no, nah, it just isn't for me. But I see a lot of people saying that this is like the worst movie they've ever seen. That's total bullshit. I think it's just people are prisoner of the moment. You know, this was a very big, highly anticipated movie that got delayed so much. And it's been such a rough year for everybody, especially for movies. Mm-hmm. So when this comes out and it's like one of the few big blockbusters we've gotten this year and it's not up to our not up to the standards, mm-hmm. it's going to feel like that much more of a letdown. Right. But it killed it on VOD. It did kill it on VOD. Yeah, I think it was like I, I saw it this morning how it was like the most... Um, like streamed VOD movie in yeah, all year. Apparently they they gained like I forget like how many subscribers they got just just out My of like. My brother for it. He did subscribe yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. most people are gonna hang on to it now because of all the WB movies. Right, that and that's out. exactly what um. That was the plan. That was the plan. Yeah. And obviously, and I think and in theaters itself made like twenty million. So between yeah, that, yeah, it did, it did solid in theaters for between for that pandemic. subscriptions, all the streams, like that's that's exactly what Warner Bros. wanted to do that's yeah. what that was their goal and it paid off so yeah like why not let's give her the third film yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely but uh all right I guess uh, I guess that does it for us Nerds Nation uh thank you guys for listening um remember like this uh, I guess we're not liking video because we're not doing video sorry I'm reading off of my uh my, my usual script here but uh you know eight so, months of like shit it kind of tends to stick I know I know we're, we're still on vacation here. we're still on vacation but uh guys you can follow us on Twitter Instagram Spotify Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you can see that big beautiful FN logo mm-hmm. anything else you want to say Nation Martin no <laughs> I definitely go i echo nick sentiments like definitely go check it out i don't by any means think it's like the, the worst dc movie i guess DC like where, where, where does this rank for you in dc uh, in DC, like- my favorite dcu movie shazam mm-hmm. because i think for me that feels like the most complete film mm-hmm. i think that they had a very clear vision and it was executed throughout um then i like aquaman i know some people don't it's that's just like a dumb action adventure but it's fun but it's so much fun and the third act is probably my favorite in, in all the DC movies blast. Yeah. this is like crazy action sequence Patrick Wilson's great Patrick Wilson's just great just yelling his dialogue the whole time it's oh, awesome yeah. I so love there's, it there's like I a video love of, it. there's a video of him just yelling on loop <laughs> yeah. for like uh, for like an hour so on good. YouTube um, and then what else is it? and I'll probably put the first Wonder Woman after that mm-hmm. um, then what else do we have we have Man of Steel mm-hmm. so I'll probably put Man of Steel there uh yeah, I'll probably put this after Man of Steel. After Man of Steel? Man of Steel, and then we have BBS. Yeah, and, and, then, then, and then Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad, and then Justice League. Oh, yeah. So let's just let's just not even count that. Let's get yeah. That so I would put this maybe like um, but when you think it's dude, it blows my mind every single time I think about this. The fact that we've had what eight DCU movies in yeah. seven years, right? Like, it's just like. You can just that alone just speaks volumes of just how they were just not ready to to do this. Yeah, you know, like, and like, and you think of how many times they've they've been in flux and they've gotten rid of people that were in charge, uh-huh. and then they lost the studio head, rightfully so, because that guy sucked. And now they got this new person in there, and then Hamada eventually came on board, and it's just like, yeah, the, it, this this the DC is constantly in flux, and that's and, and you could tell because it's hurting the the quality of the movies. Eight seven, right? So Shazam, um, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Two, BVS, Suicide Squad, Justice League. And Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, so it's seven. Yeah, and and when you think like seven in seven years, yeah, think of like one year, but no, there was like 20, 20, Oh, Man of Steel, eight. Man of Steel, eight. Yeah. So when Man you Steel have was like, 2013. 2013. Right. Like then, seven years ago, then and then not until twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. And then from there, it was like yeah, from there we got um, obviously six more films, but it was just scattered, and it was just like it was rushed and sloppy, and so much behind the scenes drama. Oh, Birds of Prey. Oh, nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the last five years, they but when you but again, it's it's. These movies have come out in the midst of just yeah, I know just just stuff behind the scenes drama and then, and and then even though it's it's not DCEU we did get Joker so 
that kind of falls under this whole like getting DC movies the out. The DC banner. Under the DC banner, yeah. Yeah, but I don't count that. I know, I know I don't count that. Yeah, it's definitely its own thing. <laughs> that for movie's sure. so fucking good, man. So good. And like I said, I just watched it again. I'm like, this movie's fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, But yeah, oh, these are Birds of Prey. So yeah, I would put this. Would I put this over Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey is just a stale movie and it's just stagnant. Yeah, and, and you, know what, like, you know what's funny? There are a lot of people that do love Birds of Prey though. And more power to you guys. If you love Birds of Prey, awesome. Mm-hmm. I really wish I loved Birds of Prey. I wanted to love it. Me too. Yeah, both both this and Birds of Prey, I really wanted to love. I went into Birds of Prey like convinced that it was going to be the best DC movie. I was too, I man. was like, it's going to be the best yeah. one. And it just... There's, there's good, don't get me wrong. There's good stuff there's in it. There's some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff in there, but yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't add up. I still believe that that movie was just not it was not made to be a rated R film, and then yeah, they switched and to they the, switched it because you can tell it doesn't have an identity. Yeah, and you remember when the story came out how they were like, oh, we're gonna we're bringing in the the uh, the John Wick guys to kind of spruce up the action. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of tell that like the actors were not ready to do more action because like they're the stunt choreography at the end is not that great. And the, you, and at you, the end is not, and it's, it's very not. cheesy flair. But I think. I think the the fight scene in the prison, um, not when she's like hitting all the what the color the um, powder bags and all that shit yeah, with yeah, the colors. Yeah. Not that, even though I do like that, yeah. I love that that scene because of all the colors in the palette. But when she insort when she snorts the cocaine, yes, and she with everything with the bat, and then everything like that little snippet to me, like that should have been the whole movie. I know, like, like that more, more in that, that style. identity, yeah. like that type of like Harley Quinn like doing drugs and then getting a high <laughs> from it and killing yeah, people, like right. that sort of like. Um, like embodiment of the character in that moment yes. should have been throughout the whole movie. I would agree. But uh but yeah, I mean that yeah, is I know. what it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, this yeah, Warner Mania Four is definitely like middle of the ground for me. I would it's say. definitely middle for you sure. You know, and I'm and I'm one that that likes Man of Steel more than you. I like I like the Ultimate Edition BVS a lot more than, than most people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so yeah, it's definitely middle. It's middle tier. It's middle tier. It's not great. It's not horrendous. Wait, but, but I put Man of Steel over this. I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying like I like, like Man of Steel is like top three for me. Oh, DC. Yeah, DC. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what is it? What would your top three be? Uh, it's probably it's probably Wonder Woman, um, Man of Steel, and Shazam. Gotcha. And then I'll probably go Ultimate Edition of BVS, Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Then everything else kind of falls into place because I because like because like after Aquaman, that's when things start to like drop Mm -hmm. because like I significant significant drop because I really like Aquaman. Yeah, me too. And like I said, it's not. That's just like I don't think any. I think. when they kind of strayed away from trying to be smart, yeah, they kind of found a little bit of a footing, and yeah. they kind of went just like because when you think of like BBS tried so hard to be like a smart story, Man of Steel two with like the whole all the codex and all that bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it could have just been like simple like you kill my father whatever whatever, right? Um, and then once they kind of found like like, I, like that's why I like Shazam so much because Shazam has an identity like mm-hmm. it knows where it's it's yep. big with a superhero yeah it's Tom Hanks you know big, yeah. and you know that's. In all intents and purposes, it's not a smart story. It's no. very simple, right. like. Um, but it does it well. But it does it well, exactly. Yeah. So once they kind of find their identity, then I think after, you know, like they're like, because remember, the, we always go back to this, the whole bullshit that came out. Like we're not going to have jokes in our movies. Yeah, so we're yeah, going to be yep. dark and serious. Yep, yep. And they tried to be like. I remember they said how like um, it might not work for the Marvel fan because it was like a very smart script, and the I Marvel know. is like more like. I mean, I mean that that just goes to show you how many how many of the wrong people were involved. Yeah, and it's like it and they, they try to do it. And it's like like cool, do it. Like I'm I'm all for it. Right. But then it failed, and they just quickly try to go back, and yes. everything just fell apart. Yep. And you yep. know, just recently they're kind of starting to to find their footing. And unfortunately, Wonder Woman 1984 didn't work. But I hope, 
I hope it doesn't like retract. I hope so too. I hope it I doesn't mean, like put them again in a frenzy and they start panicking. Like, yeah. all right, so what can we do now? And you guys have to keep in mind too. Like, obviously, like we're getting Zack Snyder's Justice League in March, so it's coming up really soon. Mm-hmm. But like, wait, is that confirmed? I, th- I think I think he, he, yeah, I think Zach Zach. I mean, it's not like confirmed confirmed, but Zach said it's co- probably oh, coming God. in March. I know <laughs> four months. But like, but that's the thing though. It's like you have Can't to remember, wait. like when when Justice League comes out, it's not going to be like this grand thing that everybody loves. It's going to be controversial as fuck. You think so? I think so. I, I there's yeah. there's nothing there's nothing that like and I and I love Zack Snyder. I love him more than most people do. Like I think he's a, I I love his style. You know, obviously his writing is you know or how he can tell a story is what people always go for. But I just I I, I just vibe with all of his shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not maybe not some of the stuff. Maybe not Sucker Punch or the the Owl movie. But like I do like but that's more, like half his resume. I was like ah, it's a that's little, 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 little less than half. <laughs> but like but like most of the stuff that he does, I like and. You know, Man of Steel is controversial. BVS is controversial. You know, why would Justly be any different? See, I'm with you too because and and we spoke about this before. How I was kind of under the impression that we were going to get it was going to be a little bit more of a new thing. Yeah. Um, in regards to new footage. Right. In regards to new, I was I was so convinced that we were going to get maybe like a, at least like a, a nice handful. Like of a new 20, 30 minutes of new footage. Right. Um. Now we are going to get four or five minutes of new footage. Uh, but that doesn't mean that some of the stuff that was already shot is possibly being reworked. Right, exactly. So when you think about it in in a sense, we in terms of like new footage, yeah, um, that maybe wasn't originally shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe four or five, but like overall, it might be more than that. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm I like we already know that Joe Magnell came back. We know be we know. So I'm sure that some stuff is being reworked to maybe like reset connective tissue mm-hmm. to maybe help flow a little better. Right. But this is going to be the story that Zach wanted to tell. Right. Before everything went to shit, this right. is going to be his story. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It might be controversial, but um, and the whole notion of like being rated R, I don't like. You don't. This does not have. There's, to be rated no, there's R. no. Re- I there's mean, no I mean, because reason like be rated R. the ultimate cut of BVS was rated R. But it, even that, that but was it's such just a like soft. It's a, rated it's a soft R. rated. So I'm assuming this is probably going to be the same. It, I think it. I think they're saying oh, it's rated R. It might just be for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Like Ben Affleck's going to drop the f bomb for whatever reason. But like. Batman has proved time every all all these characters, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman have proved time and time again that you don't need an R rating for it to be successful. Mm. Like you just don't. So I mean I don't understand. We'll we'll see. Regardless, I am extremely excited for this. I am yep. I cannot wait for it to come out. And I just think the fact that we're just getting more Batfleck, yeah. Like that to me alone is, is like, worth is worth it. It's worth it, exactly. For sure. So um yeah, I'm with you. I I kind of changed my tune recently once i kind of got more information on what, on what was going on but i'm still excited to see his story yeah you know so yeah but um, it's gonna be controversial it, like, I, it is, I think it is. so we're not we're I not we're not gonna so. get back to i think everybody being back on board with dc until we get james gunn suicide squad because i have high yeah. hopes that that's gonna be really fucking good i and think it's gonna be rated r2 i think it's gonna be rated r2 yeah. but that's but that's from the from the initial standpoint that was written to be rated r right that's, but that's what i'm saying yeah. those characters call for an r yes, rating yes. like they do and when you like Harley Quinn, I think in a sense we've seen Harley Quinn done R-rated, perfect. Like and the even Harley on, Quinn show. Yeah, that's so what I'm good. saying. Like that was yeah. that's that that was intended to be an R-rated show, and it's so well done when it embraces like that sort of um mm-hmm. that sort of like spirit of like, an style, R-rated. Yeah, right. And when a character calls for it, right. Obviously, all these characters, James Gunn style, like it, it, it does in a way call for an R-rating. So yeah, I'm sure that's going to work. Right. Um. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um, I cannot wait for. Su- I think yeah, I think the Suicide Squad is going to be incredible. I think so too. I have very high expectations for that film, and I think it's going to deliver on all fronts. I think so too. And then after that is the next DC movie is uh, the Batman. Is it really that far away? Yeah, because that the Batman comes March of 2022. 
because we'll get Suicide Squad in August, and then yeah. there's gonna be nothing until March. See, that's awesome, dude. Like I know. I for me, I, like I just see it from like a pure stand from like a fan standpoint. I yeah. know not everyone's the same. Like I've said it many times, I try to like be civil, and people just call me fucking names and shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yep. I'm just gonna see my way see out. See myself out the door. But you know, in a couple months, we're gonna get the the Snyder cut, which is awesome. Um, and then in a couple months after that, we're gonna get Suicide Squad, and yep. a couple months after that, we're gonna get the Batman. Like right. this is just time to be a fan. Yeah, just man. enjoy it. And if it's not good, then what are you losing? Right. You're not losing shit. You're not losing anything. That's what I mean. Like, I saw people, like, just dogging on Wonder Woman 84, and I'm like, all right, it didn't work out. Yeah. But that's what, all right, fine. That's, like, that's fine. On to the next one. You know what I mean? If like, you didn't like it, then go watch the first one. Right. If you didn't go watch like the first, first one. one, then whatever. Fuck like, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just move on to the next one. Just right. like, okay, it didn't work for me. Boom. And yes, I get it, because we have plans to go see it in theaters. Yeah. And from for we are eventually going to go see it in theaters, but that rush of going to see it in theaters just was killed it, yeah it definitely dwindled. i was just like you know i just i don't really have any rush or excitement to now go see it like i right i'll wait till we're done with vacation yep till we're like settled in we're fine and then we'll go see it comfortably rather than like rushing out to go exactly see it, so. exactly i would agree but uh but yeah so that was uh that was the longest ending to i think <laughs> to i think a review that we've ever had but uh again again thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on the next one